Good morning all and Jai Sadhguru Dev. So before we start the session, I would like to offer my prayer at the lotus feet of Sadhguru. Bar bar vandana karu Sadhguru Dev hama Yaha vaha sab tham Mahima parampar Sharan Sharan me Sharan E Guru Bandi Chor Mohe Ubalo E Guru Yaha Sobar Niho. My name is Kalyan and I have joined the satsang from Edison, New Jersey. I welcome you all for today's satsang and I thank you all for taking time away from your busy lives to attend the satsang, which enhances our spiritual growth. So let's get started um, by first welcoming Sadhguru to bless, the, bless this occasion by reciting the Swagat Gan. I request Ranjani Ji to start the session with Swagat Gan. Over to you, Ranjani Ji. Thank you, Kalyanji. Uh, Jai Sadhguru Dev. Good morning, all. Swagat Gan. Aaj swagat nitya guru var santashubhagam aaye adhyatma vidya devya jyoti somras varsaaye dosh durgun dur karke shuddh hans banaaye ved gam gati ज्ञान गर्जन शक्ति द्वार हटाई कुले द्वार शब्द सागर भक्त जन अनवाई जन सदा पल विश्व शिक्षक शान आन बचाई आज स्वागत नित्य गुरुवर over to you, Kalyanji. Thank you, Ranjaniji. Our next prayer to His Holiness is the Mangal Gan. Let us immerse ourselves in His thoughts and pray to Him to eradicate differences and ills among various classes, communities, and sections and have universal peace. Let this earth be a heavenly place with plentiful bliss, prosperity, and peace. I would again request Ranjani Ji to sing this beautiful composition. Over to you, Ranjani Ji. Mangalgan. Vishwa Shanti Nam Mangal Param Guru Ko Dhyaye Vargadvanda Ashanti Durkar Bhav Bhed Mitaye Sarvabam samasti satta adhyatma raj banaye Besvasham bhav jagne jnan par darshaye Samriddhi sukha shanti daratal swarg bhoomi banaye Vishwa Shikshak Jana Sadafala 
नीति स्वर अपनाई विश्व शांति नाम मंगल परम गुरु को जय सदगुरुदेव एंड ओवर टू यू कल्याण जी Thanks a lot, Ranjini ji, for putting forward the soulful words of Swagat Gan and Mangal Gan across in such a melodious voice. So okay, so let's get started with our topic for today's session. So when we talk about Vihangam Yoga, we always talk about three pillars: the seva, sad seva, the service, sadhana, the practice, and satsang. So the topic for today is the seva, the service. So in our day-to-day -day life, we all do service in one way or the other, like helping the poor, the needy, and feeding the hunger and stuff. That's all the social service that we do. And there is something else more to it, the Sadhguru service. And today we'll get to know more about it and why it's required. So the first question for today would be, like, what's the difference between the social service or the Jagat Seva? and the Sadhguru Seva, the service that we do for the Sadhguru. So is there any differences and why is it required and how is it useful in our spiritual growth? To answer this question, I would request Vijay Kumarji to take up this question and help us to understand the differences and why is it important to know this and how we can progress in our spiritual journey. Over to you Vijayji. I bow down to the holy feet of Sadhguru Dev, to Ujaniya Mataji, Sant Prabhupada Devi Maharaj, Sant Sri Namdevji Maharaj, and the entire Achari Parivar. I offer my pranam to all of you, all of you who have uh, the right virtues, the sanskaras in rise today that we all have gathered for this auspicious occasion of satsang. Coming into satsang itself is the, the best sign of our spiritual growth because uh, you come to satsang only when there is right inner ambience within us which allow us to come to satsang. So it is a very good sign. We all are very fortunate that our britis, our chitta have allowed us to come to satsang. So be very, very happy about it. I would like to appreciate uh, the melody with which uh, we started this session. So, Raniji, uh, you had a very good voice. It was definitely very soothing. 
please continue contributing your skill here. This makes this satsang very beautiful. Thank you, Vijayji. What is the difference between Jagat Seva and Sadguru Seva? You know, many people think that in the spiritual growth, Seva is definitely the greatest vehicle by which you can ride in the in the path of spirituality. So there are people who spend their entire life serving the humanity. What a great thing. Definitely it it differentiates that kind of so selfless people from the world of selfishness. They are so apart from the rest of the people who cannot even think about helping others. So spending entire life in Jagat Seva, in social service, that is something, a great sign that you are thinking beyond the self. Now that is just one aspect. That is just one aspect of life. Why do we do Jagat Seva? You know, there are certain things, there are certain aspects where you cannot even ask why. Because the moment you ask why onto the things that you do, it will demean the the auspiciousness, the 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 purity of what you do. Because you do it just because that's how you have become. You have become you have become a person, a human being who cannot leave your neighbors or your society in pain when you can solve their pain. When you know that you have the capability, you have the capacity to help others, of course, you will step ahead and do it because that has become your nature. So if anybody asks you why you do it, maybe you won't have answer. You just feel for it. You just feel for doing it. So that is a good sign. But is that enough? Is that enough for the complete spiritual journey? Let us think about it. What do we, what do we become when we are in the social service? We become the finest human being. Perfect. It's just like you prepare the perfect platform for the spiritual growth. By all the social service, by being considerate about others, you become the finest human being. A human being who have all the right virtues for the spiritual growth. Now it is like this, that you have prepared yourself for a beautiful journey. 
So you have packed your meal, you have packed your stuff, and you have reached to you have reached to the platform from where you're going to start your journey. You're going to onboard a train and you're just right there on the platform, ready with everything. And you do not onboard the train. Will your journey happen? Journey will not happen because you did not choose to onboard the train, which could have taken you beyond. So what is that ticket to the spiritual journey? What is that process of onboarding onto the vehicle of spiritual journey? That is what is Sadhguru Seva. Sadhguru Seva is the vehicle of our spiritual journey. Only when we ride onto Sadhguru Seva, then something beyond our external capability, something beyond our sensory capability, something beyond our capability of Indriyas happen. How does that happen? Because anything that has to happen in our spiritual experience, it is going to happen through Sadhguru. Sadhguru is the channel to flow spirituality within us. Only people who will argue against it are those maybe for them the spirituality would mean only to become the finest human being if that is what we think the spirituality is then of course you don't need sadguru seva if if the definition or the ambitions of our spiritual journey is so confined so limited only to become you know, the better human being, better than what we are today, then there are multiple ways to become that. But what we are forgetting is that our effort of becoming the finest human being in this limited life of, say, maximum 100 years, this effort, this karma that we are going to put today to become the finest human being would add only a, a tiny bubble into the whole ocean of karma that we have already done. So, is it going to be enough to break our cycle of life and death? Is it going to be enough to ensure that our future lives are also as beautiful as we made it today in this human birth by engaging ourselves into the social service. Is that going to be enough for ensuring that you don't take next birth as the insect, as the dog, as any other animals? Or already there is a sea of karma the baggage of karma that is going to influence 
and take over your destinies. Please know that we are a soul. We are not a human being. We are a spirit, a soul who is undergoing through human experience today. The, the very opportunity as a human being that we have got is to break this cycle of life and death. That is the whole purpose of this human body. Why? Because for that reason only the human being have been given a special door that we discussed in our initial session. What is the purpose of human, human life? What makes human life so special? It is the secret tenth door, which is closed by Kundalini. It is only in the human life where you have an opportunity to open this tenth door. Now, do we know what this tenth door is just by doing social service? Do we explore that? If we are engaged in the social service the entire life, is that enough for us to reach to a to a state where your Kundalini will awaken? Is it enough for us to reach to a stage where your tenth door opens? and you liberate yourself. You know, everything is limited by its, you know, the domain. You know, when, when you get into the general service, when you get into a social service, it has its own outcomes. What is the outcome? The outcome is the inner purity. You become pure. It is as if you are now ready, pure, all equipped for onboarding into the journey of spirituality. The social service itself is not the spiritual journey in entirety. The social service itself must not be misunderstood as a spiritual journey in entirety. Those who think that for me, the entire spirituality is just a social service alone, maybe they it is, it is certainly one of the stations that you go through or that you always pass by. You cannot live without social service, but there is a different way of performing this social service. There's a different way. Because when we engage ourselves without the interface of Sadhguru, when we engage ourselves in the social service, all by our own, just engage in social service, it will be very difficult for us to disengage from the service that you're rendering. You cannot disengage, meaning there'll be always a sense of I, that I am doing this service. Even though from outside or from your intellect, you will say that, no, I am selfless. I am doing it selflessly. With all this mental, all this mental preparation, only in your mind you are saying that, I am doing it selflessly. But the state of achieving selflessness is different than assuming the state of selflessness. So when we only focus on social service all by our own, 
then we still remain in the sense of I and me and mine. It is very difficult to break this, very difficult. Why? Because that is not the formula, the complete formula of breaking free from the shell of I, me and mine, shell of ego. Devotion is the way of breaking the shell of ego. So if we are self-engaging in the social service or the second way is that we are doing everything under the commandment of Sadhguru. We will be again engaging into the same social service, but there will be a difference. At one end, you are self-engaging. In the other end, you are doing maybe the same social service or maybe different. It doesn't matter to you because what matters to you is you are just obeying the commandment of your Guru. What you are engaged in, it doesn't matter. So there itself, you are already disengaged. You're already disengaged. You're just doing it as a duty of obeying the commandment of your guru. You're not engaging yourself. You're not attaching yourself. When I say engage or disengage, I simply mean attachment and detachment. So you're not attaching yourself directly to the social service that you're doing when you are doing it as a commandment of your master. Because what you are attaching yourself to is the commandment of your Guru. For you, it doesn't matter. If today Guru said that go and serve this old man, you're serving this old man wholeheartedly, but yet it is Guru who is in your mind. It is Guru who is in your heart. You're doing it Every time you offer, you render a service to that old man, what do you remember? You remember your guru. Because that reminds you of a guru because oh, this was the commandment of a guru, of my master to serve this needy old man. So what do you grow within you when you are in a same social service but under the commandment of a guru? You grow the devotion for the master. And that is what exactly is the pillar of spiritual growth. The pillar of spiritual growth is not just rendering seva, but what is the whole essence of seva? The whole essence of seva is to grow devotion for the master. Because the devotion of the master is the vehicle of spiritual growth. More we will understand it when we literally become very serious about our spiritual growth. When we start noticing how my mind behaves, no matter how hard I try to control my mind, to bring it into complete stillness, no matter how generous I have become in a, in a field of social service, no matter how much I serve the people, the needy around my, my neighborhood, yet when I look at my mind, my mind is restless. I'm not in a state where mind has come to complete rest. 
that exactly is the parameter to differentiate why we need Sadhguru Seva in addition to what we think is safe. Sadhguru Seva should become the foundation of all the Seva that we do. You know, under the commandment of Sadhguru, we do everything, all these generous things, all this social service, but we do it under the commandment of a Guru. And we always attach ourselves to that commandment. The orders, the Adesh, we are just like Bhagwan Sri Ram. Bhagwan Sri Ram, when he was with his Guru, even though he was in the swamvar of Sita Mata, Mate Sita, everybody was trying to, you know, you know, show that uh, art of what you call art, 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 chitri, or I don't know what, what's the word for that, but Dhanurvidya. Everybody was uh, showing that art, the skills. Bhagwan Sri Ram was the most equipped to perform that, but yet he hold on to his seat with dham, with dharma, the quality called dham, control on himself. He did not, he did not utter a single word, even though he was most capable. Only when his guru gave him a command that you can step up and try now. It is only then he stood up, bowed down to his master and then went ahead. This is what is called Guru Seva. Guru Seva is not just to, you know, please Guru by doing all every means, you know, feeding Guru or serving Guru by pressing his feet. That is not how we please Guru. We please Guru by performing the right way of Guru Seva. What is the right way of Guru Seva? Just by obeying the commandment of the Guru. That is the, the way of Guru Seva. Obeying the commandment of the Guru. Whatever Guru says, Sometimes it may happen that your nature is not in line with what Guru is saying. But if you really want to grow in spirituality, you may have to go against your nature. Because that is why Guru commanded you to do something. Because it is against your nature. And only when we have devotion for guru, our Guru, that is only when you push yourself to do it because it is the commandment of the Guru to do it. And that is how you change. That is how the change happens within us. And we grow to become perfect candidate for the spiritual prosperity. Guru makes us do things that is beyond our thought, beyond our nature. Guru makes us do that and we do it. Only when we have devotion for our Guru. So what will bring that devotion for Guru? The Sadguru Seva, not the social service. 
Sadhguru Seva will bring that devotion within us. And only when we hold on to that thread of devotion for the Guru, it is only through that thread, even the power of Sadhguru is going to flow to the soul that we are. There is a need of the power of Sadhguru to flow in our heart for the spiritual evolution to happen within us. Something that we cannot even imagine to experience because it is beyond the reach of our senses. That revolution will happen within us only when the Sadhguru energy will flow to our soul by the thread of devotion. And how we can strengthen that thread of devotion? By being in Sadhguru Seva. And that is why there is a difference between engaging ourselves in social service and engaging ourselves in Sadhguru Seva. Thank you. Thank you, Vijayji, uh, for sharing the differences between the social service and the Sadhguru Seva. Yeah, you rightly said. So in social service, there is always a self, thought of self, though you're not doing it intentionally, but there is always a thought of self. And when you're doing a Sadhguru Seva, it's always Guru in front of you. And then again, thanks for stressing that Sadhguru Seva is very important in one's spiritual journey. At this time, I would like to open up the floor for discussion. So if any of you have any questions, thoughts, and want to share, you can please do so now. You can unmute and do so now. And also any new joinees who have joined for the first time, please feel free to introduce yourself. Okay, so we'll move Hello. on. Yeah, go ahead. Hello. Yeah, Sadhguru Dev. Yes, Sadhguru Dev. I don't know, I have some question like um, regarding this. So this is Rashmi. And uh, uh, because like uh, Sadhguru Seva is like, I know this is the um, ultimate seva that everyone has to do in like uh, every human being but uh, we have seen in the ashram also that uh, um, jagat seva is also doing so is this uh, included with uh, sadguru seva or is this a part so i just want to be a clarification on that uh, thank you rashmiji for your question so as i understand as vijayji was explaining so whatever seva that we do, whether it's a social service or the Sadhguru seva, but when we are doing another commandment of Sadhguru, the thought behind it is always the Guru. Though you're, you could be doing a social service, but at the moment, it's always Sadhguru because it's a commandment of the Sadhguru. That's my understanding. And I would request maybe Vijayji to add more to it, if you can, to this question, please. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Kalyanji. It's very beautifully articulated. I would like to invite uh, the caller who actually wanted to introduce. Please feel free to introduce us here. Hello. Yes. Yes. India. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Can I talk? Yeah, yes, sure. Yes. Please go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, namaskar, everybody. Namaskar, Vijayji. I had this is my first uh, satsang I attended, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. My name is Rama Prasad Bulusu. I'm now based in Alexandria, Virginia, and uh, I had the good opportunity of uh, talking to Vijayji yesterday at length and today's session and I'm into spiritualism and meditation for quite some time, but a lot of confusion still exists. So I'm looking forward with the interaction for all the like-minded souls in this satsang to progress further in my journey. I thank each and everybody. Namaskar. Warm welcome, warm welcome, Ramaji. You you really hit the right nail. That uh, like-minded, like-minded souls. So we are equally blissed out to have you here. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, sir. So yeah, going back to Rashmiji's question. So Vijayji, do you want to add more to Rashmiji's question? Yeah, so uh, Swamiji has come to the earth only for one purpose. What is that purpose? It is Jagat Seva. What is Swamiji for? Swamiji always says in his word that I am doing your seva. Swamiji says that he is doing seva to us. That's what Swamiji says in his words. Think about it. Swamiji has come down to earth to serve the humanity, to serve us. So are we doing seva to Swamiji? In reality, Swamiji is serving us. How? Because Swamiji is here to break the suffering that we are caught into. Swamiji is serving us. But for Swamiji to be able to serve us, he wants us to surrender to him. It is something like this. There is a service center where we take our car for the servicing. The service center. The name itself says that service center is to serve the automobile that is needing a service that is a service center but for service center to function properly the the vehicle needs to be surrendered to the service center only when the vehicle is surrendered to the service the service center will serve it exactly that is what the sadguru seva means here when we surrender ourselves completely to Sadhguru, it is only then Sadhguru will be able to serve us with his expertise, with his qualities. 
and when we surrender what does Sadhguru make us do Sadhguru involve us into doing what Sadhguru has come here for what has Sadhguru come here for for Jagat Seva so it is it is like that story where a king was bothered of his kingdom that he solves one problem the other problem rises so he went to the master and said oh master looks like I am not capable to look after my kingdom anymore I solve one problem the other problem rises I solve that problem the next problem rises so Guru said that hand over that kingdom to me and Guru agreed because he was the devotee of the Guru I mean the, the king agreed he was a devotee of Guru of the Guru and started walking away Guru said where are you going I'm going to find my source of income to look after my family Guru said I have your I have a job for you will you do it for me Guru said yes of course master command me he said I have a kingdom to look after can you take care of it so the same kingdom handed back over to the king but this time the king understand that this kingdom is not mine the factor of I me and mine is already gone just by this arrangement where the same kingdom which he was ruling before initially he was thinking he is a king and he his prestige was at stake when he used to look at why there is a problem in my kingdom he was taking it on his in his, his on his own prestige that I solve one problem the other problem is it's actually hurting my prestige but now the same kingdom he is now looking after dutifully but what duty a duty of a disciple he is just fulfilling his duty of a king as a disciple of the master he does his best one problem solves the other problem rises but it does not bother him anymore because he he takes it as an opportunity to serve them if this other problem came he will serve that cause also but remembering the guru and understanding that i am just the servant of my guru not the king I'm just a servant of my guru as a servant of the guru he performs the same jagat seva same seva to the kingdom that he used to do before but now he has become a servant so exactly same thing Sadhguru is here for Sadhguru is here to serve the humanity when we serve Sadhguru Sadhguru will make us serve the humanity only but there will be a difference we will be in the devotion of the guru and only when we are in the devotion of the guru we are in the service center of the guru only when we are in the devotion of a guru we are in the service center of a guru something that the car cannot fix itself the service center is there for that similarly something there are certain bondages which we'll discuss in uh, month of February the tribe bondages we are caught into tribe bondages something that we cannot fix all by ourselves 
and Sadhguru, the service center of Sadhguru is there to fix that problem within us. It is only that service center, the service center of Sadhguru, which is going to break free, break us free from those tri bondages. And this is the whole reason why we do everything through Sadhguru Seva. Whatever Sadhguru says, we do that because that is how we surrender ourselves in the service center of Sadhguru. Thank you. Thank you, Vijayji, uh, again, uh, for explaining us like how even performing a social service under the commandment of Sadhguru is a Sadhguru Seva, the whole thought process behind that. And I hope, uh, Rashmiji, uh, I hope that you got your question answered. Yes, thank you so much, uh, Kalyanji. And uh, thank you, Vijay Bhaiya, uh, for uh, beautifully um, explaining to me. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, welcome, Ramaji. I am also living now. Uh, Virginia only. So it's uh, very nice to uh, listen from you. Thank you, Rashmiji. Nice hearing that. Okay. So now that we understand what the Sadhguru Seva is and how it is different from a social service, uh, that takes us to a next question. Like to advance in spirituality, what is needed from the practitioner for Sadhguru? So how would one advance in spirituality? So I again request Vijayji to take up this question. Thank you, Kalyanji. We need to advance in spirituality. Why do we want to advance in spirituality? If we have that aspect very clear, it is only then we'll be motivated to do everything that is asked from us by the Guru. Why do you want to advance in spirituality? It must be very clear so that we don't limit ourselves in the growth that potentially we have as a human being. If we say that we want to advance in spirituality because being materialistic is causing me too much of stress and only when I get into some spiritual practices like meditating, like attending satsang or getting into some kind of service, these are my spiritual process. And I want to be in this process so that I stay stress-free. If this is our motivation, then maybe you will reach to a situation where you think that, okay, my objective is met. I am fine. I'm managing myself, myself well, and, and that's all. So I'm good with it. And when you had such limited definition of advancement in spirituality, most likely you would not give your 100% to your guru. You won't give because your condition is already met and you think that this is enough. Probably we will not subscribe to Tapa, which Sadhguru will ask us to do. 
we will not subscribe why will we bother ourselves when our goal of spirituality is already met why will we go for tapa what is tapa the austere the the penance what is that tapa tapa is something where you know tap means heat right what does what does fire do fire melts it but the one who is in the fire that particular entity literally feels the heat which is not very joyful but only after that it is in a in a situation where it can be remolded into any shape if there is a piece of iron the bulk iron piece of no shape only when it is given the fire it is put into fire then it it comes into a state where it can be you know reshaped into something that is desired so tapa tapa is something by which sadguru will remodel us will reshape our inner indriyas but tapa is not joyful tapa is not always joyful tapa needs sacrifice tapa will demand the sacrifice of our desires we have not transformed ourselves yet so of course we will still be having burning desires to do something that will be decided based on what kind of human being we are if we are a bhogi you know we'll still feel hungry for bhog you know i want this i want this i want this i want this but only when we subscribe for tapa we would agree to just curb our desires even though the desires is there but at least we'll start putting an effort we'll start putting an effort to disengage ourselves from that and engage into something where, where you'll forget about those desires you know all these tapa is possible only when the bigger picture of spirituality is clear in our head the bigger picture of spirituality and every time i look at the ant rolling on the surface in my house i always get reminded of the bigger picture of spirituality you know i i have often said about it that when i look at the ant i get the three vibes out of it out of that interaction the ant says to me vijay i am your past i am your past you were rolling like me and then it says further look at your life look at your human human life today are you still living your life like i do just going after subjects taking the subjects taking it home feeding the family are you just limiting your life like me dan says to me if you are living your human life like i do then vijay i am your future i am your future that means you are going to become like me in the future life there is no escape if we if we don't liberate we don't use the entire human capacity if you are limiting your life just like any other animal and insect 
then there is no worth of gifting you a human life again because you are anyway not using it in entirety so the the bigger aspect of spirituality is to to enable us to enable us to use the holistic aspect of human opportunity and what is the holistic aspect of human opportunity it is not only to become a fine human being no that is not the holistic aspect of this human opportunity this human opportunity opportunity is the biggest opportunity something by which the most pious goal can be achieved and what is that that is to unite ourselves with the almighty union with almighty back union with almighty and liberate ourselves from the cycle of life and death that is the ultimate opportunity that we have got as a human being so when when that bigger goal is in picture it is only then we will subscribe for tapa in our life which sadguru will ask us to do why so that we we dis we detach ourselves from all maya we detach ourselves from all kind of ego all that will happen through sadguru seva sadguru will ask us for certain penance in our life sadguru will test us jigyasu pan se deu shiksha kari pariksha rat raha the moment we are initiated into vihangam yoga our examination begins right from then on more we perform sadguru seva sadguru will make seva even more difficult why because it is something like this you write your kindergarten exam that was easy maybe it was difficult at that moment but today when you think about kindergarten exam again for you that will feel very easy it 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 has become easy only because you have passed through it so when you pass through kindergarten then only you are uh, tested for the the next level so maybe standard 1 then standard 2 standard 3 and the examination at each level is becoming difficult and difficult exactly same thing sadguru make us do sadguru will test our attachment at all levels not only the attachment at the physical level our mental level attachment attachment with our prestige sadguru may ask us to go for bhikshatan door to door go and ask for beg for beg for the service for example there is swarved mahamandir construction going on what is this swarved mahamandir what is this swarved mahamandir construction swarved mahamandir construction is a process in which sadguru wants all his disciple to shed the ego off and go door to door and be the 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 means of building this swarved mahamandir sadguru dev was offered by few of the italian folks that i will take care of building this mandir sadguru denied it he said no the bricks of this swarved mahamandir will be 
contributed by all my poor and rich disciples. It is for everybody. Everybody will contribute bricks and marble to this Sarved Mahamandir are going to be my disciples. So who are true disciple of Sadhguru? Who are true disciple of Sadhguru? One who makes the mission of Sadhguru as own mission. And Sadhguru will keep making such missions. Why? This is how he tests. This is how he tests who is my true disciple. He will always keep opening the opportunity of Seva. There will be never an end to Seva. Never an end to Seva. Because Seva is the only way Sadhguru tests the disciple. And this examination, this test, test, testing disciple is not new in the field of spirituality. This is how the Guru Shishya Parampara has always remained even in the ancient time. When any seeker used to come to Guru, Guru used to first take the exam. In what way? By giving some seva. Guru will offer one cow to a disciple and say, you take care of this cow unless this cow become, you know, it gives birth to uh, maybe five children, five child. Till then you have to serve this cow. You are a king and you have been given a cow to serve. You are cleaning the gober of cow. You are feeding the cow. You are doing everything that you have never done as a king. What is, what is Guru doing there? Guru is shedding your ego off by giving you those opportunity of seva. So seva that Guru offers us to do is the means by which he disengages, detaches us from all aspect of Maya. Maya will come in different shape to us and it will try to keep us in the trap of life and death in the trap of cycle of life and death that is what the job of maya is maya is there to test you whether you are really ready for spirituality or not are you really ready to break this cycle of life and death or not so maya is the weapon of almighty only maya is the weapon of almighty you cannot win over maya maya is so powerful the only way you can win over Maya is to, re, to you know, move your face away from Maya. You cannot face Maya and win over it. You cannot. Only way to win over Maya is to move your face away from Maya. Meaning Maya is there around you, but it is not touching you at all. You cannot fight with Maya and win. You can only win over Maya by detachment, by detaching yourself from Maya. So Maya is there to test you whether you have really developed that quality of detachment within you or not. It is the weapon of, of the Almighty. Before you reach to Almighty, Almighty is going to test you fully. Are you really fully detached from Maya or not? So Maya will come in different shape. And how will Sadhguru develop this, this quality of detachment within us? He will test us by all kinds of Guru, by all kinds of Seva that he will ask us to do. So what is needed from a practitioner 
for Sadhguru to grow in this complete aspect of spirituality where the end of spirituality is the union with Almighty, which goes through the complete detachment from Maya. It goes through complete detachment from Maya. So the whole aspect of spirituality can be attained only when we believe in this fact that I will do everything that Sadhguru will ask me to do. So what is needed from practitioner? Complete surrender. In one word, complete surrender. Complete surrender means complete surrender. Surrender by your artha, surrender by your speech, surrender by your mind, surrender by your actions. Meaning, even in your mind, you think about Sadhguru Seva. Even in your actions, you engage yourself in Sadhguru Seva. Even by your words, you are, you are talking, you are speaking only of the stuff which is beneficial for Sadhguru Seva. You are becoming part of Sadhguru Seva. Meaning, whatever Sadhguru wants to do in this Jagat, you are participating in that. By your speech, by your wealth, by your thought, by your mind, by your actions. Sadhguru wants complete surrender. Complete surrender. So more you grow in the Sadhguru Seva, Sadhguru is going to make our Seva even more difficult. One of the example is the closest disciples of Sadhguru, they have been ordered by Sadhguru that my Sarved Mahamandir project is the biggest project at this moment. Sadhguru says, before I leave my body, I want this project to reach to a final stage. Can you take a pledge of contributing 10% of your total income till this project completes? And there are great disciples of Guru who passes all this test. Whatever Guru says he does. But Guru is also that powerful. Guru does the arrangement in our life such that eventually whatever we start contributing to Guru, Guru makes us prosper in such a way that we will again be more prosperous. We'll be more prosperous. We are thinking that we, Sadhguru is taking things away from me, me. But actually Sadhguru will test it. What is your feeling about it? When we really agree to Sadhguru's commandment, our test is done. And then maybe Sadhguru will deny it also. Sadhguru will say, no, not needed. I was just checking. Maybe it is not needed. So Sadhguru will test at all level. If anybody is attached to money too much, Sadhguru will directly attack you on the money only. Sadhguru will say, can you donate money for my this project? And when you say no, there you go. You recognize what is your attachment. Sadhguru will make us realize all kind of attachment that we have. Sadhguru will make us, Sadhguru knows by heart who we are. We have already heard about Shali Ji, Shali Kajariya Ji. When she went to get darshan of Sadhguru, Sadhguru 
simply started disclosing this is not the first time you have come in Vihangam Yoga. You were in Vihangam Yoga, you were in the shelter of Sadhguru, even in your previous life. You were called Mangala, you were in Gujarat. All this Sadhguru is saying to Shaliji that says the Sadhguru that we are talking about is not one who is looking at the body. He is capable to look at the soul and that is why he look after the soul. He is the one who is taking care of core of us, who we truly are. He is the one who is going to liberate us from the cycle of life and death because he is capable. That is what is the Sadhguru. That is what Sadhguru, that is what differentiates Sadhguru from other, other masters, other saints. Sadhguru is the one who holds the key of devotion and liberation. So, all Sadhguru seeks from us is complete surrender. Complete surrender. Thank you. Thank you, Vijayji, again for explaining this beautifully. Yeah, now that we understand that, to progress in spirituality, it's the complete surrenderness to Sadhguru is what is required. And again, like, yeah, that's the, to achieve the ultimate goal of human life. So Sadhguru Seva is the path, one of the path. And um, as Vijayji said, wherein through his ant story, like we don't want to be the ants. It's like we have, as, we all know human life is precious and we want to attain the ultimate goal of this human life. And to, to, and to do that, it's the spirituality and surrendering to a Sadhguru wherein he can take us to attain that ultimate goal of human life. Uh, at this point, again, I would like to open up the floor for any discussion, thoughts. If anybody wants to share, they can do that now. Hello. Hello. Andy. Vijayji explained, Andy. Vijayji explained in deep everything. Uh, one of my questions is when you do seva, uh, just like we go to Gurudwara and we do seva, langar seva or the, uh, anything, and when you prepare langar, or we just say Vaheguru, Vaheguru, Vaheguru means the God's name. So that uh, Ankar or uh, uh, should not come into our mind just to pacify Ankara. So we do Seva or uh, any other Seva just by remembering Guru. And if we do Seva, Maya Seva or whatever Seva, physical Seva. But uh, is it necessary that you have to go to Sadhguru like in India rather than Sadhguru? or you can be anywhere and uh, without uh, meeting him uh, but by always remembering him and doing seva it's not coming from from the guru but it's coming from yourself or any opportunity you are you got and you are doing seva but in your mind uh, sadguru is there so that uh, this uh, ankar our ego doesn't come into you. So is it uh, 
what i understand from vijay ji is that you have to go physically over there and uh, it should be coming from him so uh, maybe i'm not clear about this ji can can vijay ji very yeah very beautiful question tejinder ji thank you for asking this see when we say obeying the commandment of sadguru it does not mean that we have to go to sadguru and get his commandment the commandment is already there sadguru has already given us instructions sadgurudev has a general instruction if we read swarved sadgurudev says jatiya rashtra samaj ki sabhi seva ja उत्तम सेवा जगत की ब्रह्म विद्या कर जनरल कमांडमेंट दैट वी ऑल हैव कम टू दर्थ टू सर्व द्यूमैनिटी द बिगेस्ट फॉर्म ऑफ सर्विस टू द ह्यूमैनिटी इज टू कनेक्ट दैम टू ब्रह्म विद्या सो दैट इज वन कमांडमेंट दैट वी डू ऑल अवर एफर्ट टू connect people to the journey of spirituality we motivate people to become spiritual and follow the the philosophy the ideology the practices of spirituality in life to make the human life successful this is just general commandment what is the other commandment sadgurudev says seva sadguru hari bhajan अरु सत्संग विचार यह संयम नित कीजिए तीन सार संसार द जनरल कमांडमेंट इज ऑलरेडी देयर दैट वी ऑलवेज नीड टू स्पेंड आवर टाइम इन सेवा इन साधना एंड इन सत्संग दिस इज जनरल कमांडमेंट फॉर एवरीबॉडी इफ सदगुरु हैज टू गिव एनी स्पेशल कमांडमेंट फॉर एनी स्पेशल थिंग दैट इज ओनली व्हेन सदगुरु will come in touch with us or we will come uh, we will uh, go to sadguru's darshan and ask for those special commandment but the general commandment is always there already there the general commandment is just like this that we must do everything possible to remain in the service remain in satsang and continuing in sadhana this is the general commandment sadgurudev is one who is always watching every soul now there is a reason why sadguru is in two forms sadguru is not only in the physical form sadguru is in two form vyakt और अव्यक्त व्यक्त और अव्यक्त है सदगुरु दो स्वरूप देर टू फॉर्म्स ऑफ सदगुरु वॉट इज द रीजन दैट सदगुरु हैज टू कम इन द फिजिकल फॉर्म ऑल्सो जस्ट जस्ट थिंक अबाउट इट इफ सदगुरु इज ऑलरेडी क्लोज टू एवरी सोल वॉचिंग एवरी सोल एज एज ऑलरेडी एक्सप्लेन इन वेदास ऑल्सो no atharveda says anti santam na jahatyanti santam na pashyati 
देवस्य पश्य काव्यम नम मार न है समीप दीखे नहीं वह देखे सब कोई अबाउट सदगुरु दीज मंत्रा सेज दैट सदगुरु इज नियर टू एवरीबॉडी सदगुरु इज वाचिंग एवरीबॉडी ऑल द टाइम बट नो बडी कैन सी हिम अनलेस ही इनेबल द सोल टू सी हिम unless he enables the soul to see how does he enable the soul to see him if we are limited if we are limited to our indriyas right now the only way we can interact with sadguru right now is through indriyas because we have not awakened our power of consciousness within us we are limited to indriyas how can we interact with sadguru if we think that interaction with sadguru is not necessary i just remember in mind imagining any shape any form of sadguru and i will be in touch with sadguru it's a good thing it's a good thing to just remember any form of guru and and continue your seva in that way but there is a reason why there is something called technique there is something called yoga that has to happen within us the yoga does not happen just by assumptions just by feelings yoga is not about just feelings yoga is about some technique also yoga is about some technique that is why our guru says in one of the doha he says hari har hai samaya in one of the poem he reads it he says hari har hai samaya haryaliyo mein wahi jhumta hai jhuki daliyo mein pahado sagar par usi ke hai jalwe wahi hai garajta ghata kaliyo mein jis tarah agni ka shola sang mein maujood hai us tarah parmatma har rang mein maujood hai har jagah maujood hai पर क्यों नजर आता नहीं हर जगह मौजूद है पर क्यों नजर आता नहीं योग साधन के बिना कोई उसे पाता नहीं कोई उसे पाता नहीं सो देर इज ए योग साधन स्वामी जी फर्दर डिस्क्राइब्स इट इन स्वर्वेद जस्ट लाइक द घी इज हिडन इन मिल्क बट विल द घी happen automatically without churning the makkhan you know without going through that process swami ji says that mehndi the lalima the redness the red color is hidden in mehndi in the leaves of mehndi but will the redness appear without properly applying it on your hand so there is a process through which things happen then only the final outcome happens ghee is hidden in the milk but ghee will not happen in the milk unless you take milk through that process similarly parmatma is there pervading through everything but will we realize parmatma without going through the process of yoga no we cannot that is why there is a five stages of vihangam yoga process there is a five levels it is of yog vihangam yog is just name of that eternal yog it is the five panch chiti nam yoga that's what 
Rigveda says the yoga has five different levels through which it takes us from the controlling mind to the union with Almighty. These five stages of yoga has to happen within us, but we do not know the technique. How will first stage happens? How will second stage happens? How will third stage happens? How will fourth stage happen? How will fifth stage happen? This is the whole reason why Sadhguru has to come in the physical form. Sadhguru has to come in the physical form so that he can teach us those techniques, those processes. So just by assuming Sadhguru in mind is maybe the preparation. You are kind of asking, oh Sadhguru, I do not know who you are, where you are, but I remember you. I remember you all time. Please take me into your shelter. This is a good beginning. I would say assuming Sadhguru in the mind, remembering Sadhguru in the mind is definitely the foundation for Sadhguru to invite us, Sadhguru to get us into his shelter. Sadhguru will get us in the shelter only when we are ready for his shelter. So remembering Sadhguru in mind definitely is the beginning, but it is not the end. The end is only when Sadhguru will teach us the technique by which we advance from stage one to stage two, from a stage two to stage three. Not only he teaches the technique, but at every level of those meditation practice, there'll be a situation which will be beyond our ability. For example, all of us are initiated into stage one. Some of us are in initiated into stage two, some are in stage three, and some of us are in stage four. Now, at every level, majority of us, let's say, are in stage one. Talk about stage one. In stage one, we are trying to control mind. We are trying to bring mind to complete stillness so that our inward journey could begin. Inward journey will happen automatically once the mind comes to rest at the, at the level which we are initiated at. But if we think that I am the one who is controlling it, I will do my best. You keep doing it. It will take entire life. Your mind will not come to rest. But when you forget about this, that you are the one who is going to control your mind, rather you use that opportunity of meditation only to develop further devotion for your guru. All you engage in the devotion of your guru. So before you look at the, the point of concentration, the focal point in stage one practice, the most needed thing is to remember the Guru, to remember the Guru and invite the Guru. And in between also, when we are practicing meditation, in between also you remember Guru. When you remember Guru, there'll be a day, a time in your meditation journey when Sadhguru will be pleased with your dedication. And only when Sadhguru is pleased with dedication, he will flow his energy into our meditation. And when he flows his energy into our meditation, it is only then the mind comes to rest. So when we sit for meditation, we are only giving our attendance to Sadhguru that, Oh Sadhguru, see, I have come to your feet again today sitting in meditation. But Prabhu Prasad Sadguru Daya Mana Hoe Swadhin 
अन्य युक्ति कोई नहीं लगे सदगुरु चरण अधीन देर इज एब्सोल्युटली नो अदर वे बट ओनली सदगुरुज ब्लेसिंग बाय विच ईच ऑफ दीज स्टेजेस यू पास स्टार्टिंग फ्रॉम स्टेज वन कंट्रोलिंग ओवर माइंड फॉरगेट अबाउट स्टेज टू स्टेज थ्री स्टेज फोर एंड स्टेज फाइव everything will get unclashed will be disclosed only by sadguru because sadguru has the key to do that not a human being human being don't have capability even to control the mind forget about going into second stage third stage it is sadguru who has capability and that's why there is sadguru that's why there is sadguru otherwise it would have been always only between soul and parmatma why why there is a need of eternal sadguru it is only because we have forgotten our power we have already lost our way we have come down fallen down into this shell of ignorance where we have no hold of our own power we don't know how to use the spiritual power all we need is to use all we know is to use our physical power our mental power our intellectual power our and andric power but we do not know how to raise our consciousness somebody will think no i know but what they end up doing is only in the mind you're playing only in the mind man ke mandal baith kar khoje brahmanoop man prakate vahi roop mein vividh kala mein roop you know everything we do assume in the mind and we think it is happening no it is not happening It's only in the assumptions. The real thing when happens, you will know that what truly it means to experience the mind. What truly it means to experience the soul. You will know it only when you go beyond these assumptions of mind, and when it literally happens in our experience. And when will it happen? When Sadguru makes us happen. When will Sadguru? How will Sadguru makes us happens? When physically he is present to teach us the process, the technique. of come getting into that stage where sadguru's blessing is poured in so for stage 1 there is a certain point sadguru teaches the technique and then sadguru is the one who gives his energy to that stage then there is a stage 2 meditation there is a certain technique to do it sadguru discloses it not only he physically discloses that technique to the disciple who he initiate into second stage but then it is sadguru energy who will make our consciousness our breath our mind stay in that triveni inside and and experience the glory of om which is happening inside it is sadguru energy which is going to then make us wash our impurities of mind at that level when we talk about third stage sadguru will give us the technique this is how you meditate in third stage but then it is again sadguru energy which is going to open the door it is sadguru energy who is going to remove kundalini from the 10th door so sadguru energy is needed at all levels and sadguru in the physical form is needed for us to learn the technique this secret technique of meditation so that is why there is definitely something beyond this just serving sadguru mentally when you remember sadguru in mind that is only one aspect of seva seva is done at four different aspects you no know? 
अर्थ यू नो बाय अर्थ बाय स्पीच धन काया मन वचन से संत परम गुरु से आरत दीन अधीन हो अनुगामी गुरुदेव अनुगामी गुरुदेव अनुगामी मीनिंग फॉलोइंग द कमांडमेंट ऑफ गुरु फॉलोइंग द कमांडमेंट ऑफ गुरु एंड देन इन दैट कमांडमेंट डूइंग द सर्विस बाय ऑल द फोर मीन्स धन काया मन एंड वचन सो इट इज नॉट लिमिटेड टू ओनली माइंड we have to do seva by our kaya also by our body also we have to do seva by our speech also we have to do seva by our wealth also it is only then the entirety will come into our experience so yes so there is importance of physical form of sadguru just because it is only he who can disclose us the highest technique of union when there is no body when there is no mind a technique the fourth stage technique and the fifth stage technique is about taking the soul the consciousness of the soul beyond the body so how will we learn how to go beyond the body only when the sadguru in the physical form will teach us or will apply his energy to establish us into that stage that is why the physical form of sadguru is of greatest importance only when he touches our head the door opens only when he flows his energy then our consciousness is raised beyond the body there's so many things that sadguru does to us in the spiritual journey yeah so we'll we'll talk with this it's been already so much uh, time uh, we'll talk further in the future. thank you vijay so it means uh, interaction physical interaction interaction is necessary uh, for the yes. future stages yes okay. that is why it is asked every disciple must take darshan of sadguru at least once in a year if possible it is said because sadguru energy flows through his nails flows through his speech and flows through his eyes so you we have to come into that flow energy looking into youtube is not enough <laughs> looking at okay. the youtube is not enough yes we have to do an effort to get his darshan yes okay thank you ji thank you uh thank you uh vijay ji for uh, explaining or answering this question of we doing the seva thinking of sadguru versus following the commandment of sadguru yes uh we now clearly understand what the difference is in following the commandment of sadguru is what makes the difference uh, if anybody wants to add any more before we move on to our last phase of the satsang uh you can do so now if not we'll move on to the last phase of this satsang today okay so we'll now move on to the last phase of the today's satsang in this phase we'll chant short version of vandana aarti and shanti path vandana is the prayer through which we seek blessings of the sadguru we request well-being of health wealth and seek his blessings for spiritual knowledge i request ranjani ji to sing last few lines of vandana over to you ranjani ji yeah thank you vandana prabhu kalp sant samaj uttam sarva dharma acharya hai jiminad ashrita sindhu ke hai विश्वपत में कार्य है 
प्रभु सत्य संत समाज तेरा आप रक्षा कीजिए जन सदा फल ज्ञान भक्ति वृद्धि दिन दिन कीजिए कल्याण जी थैंक यू रंजनी जी द नेक्स्ट प्रेयर इज आरती आरती इज अ प्रेयर ऑफर टू सदगुरु हियर वी एक्नॉलेज द पावर ऑफ ऑलमाइटी and under his holy guidance pray that all disciples experience eternal joy love and freedom from worries i request everybody to stand up for the aarti ranjini ji i request you to sing last few lines of aarti over to you aarti aarti guru murati gati chandrama sevak nayana chakur palak palak nirakat rahe गुरु मूरत की ओर श्वेत श्वेत में श्वेत है श्वेत श्वेत में श्वेत तीन पाद अमृत भरा श्वेत महानंद श्वेत अष्ट चक्र सब शून्य पर दर दरा के पार तहा सदा फल गर किया बोली पड़ा संसार थैंक यू रंजनी जी नाउ आई रिक्वेस्ट एवरीवन टू टेक द सीट्स द फाइनल प्रेयर इज शांति पाठ इन द शांति पाठ वी चैंड फॉर पीस फॉर एवरीवन हु एग्जिस्ट इन द यूनिवर्स मे सदगुरुदेव ब्लस द एंटायर कॉस्मस विद पीस लव एंड प्रॉस्पैरिटी आई अगेन रिक्वेस्ट रानी जी टू रिसाइट लास्ट फ्यू लाइन्स ऑफ शांति पाठ शांति पाठ ए प्रभु शांति स्वरूप हो शांति शांति में शांति 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 जन शांति हो पूर्ण शांति में शांति हे प्रभु शांति प्रदान कर दूर हो सर्व शांति देव सदा फल शांति में शांति शांति सुख शांति बोलिए सदगुरुदेव भगवान की जय बैक टू यू कल्याण जी थैंक यू Thank you, Ranjani ji, for Vandana, Arti, and Shanti part in such a melodious voice. I would like to summarize today's session with a brief point. So, Sadguru Seva is the ultimate act for the spiritual growth, and Seva can be various forms. And Sadguru Seva is the ultimate of all, and which would help the uplift upliftment of the soul. And Sadguru Seva can be done in various forms via wealth, body, mind. and speech and finally to progress in spiritual growth one has to completely surrender to sadguru so with this message i would like to end the session here and i would like to thank ranjani ji vijay ji rashmi ji ramprasad ji tejinder ji and all for joining today's session i pray to sadguru to bless all with peace prosperity health and progress in spiritual journey See you all next Sunday at 9:30 a.m. on the same bridge line. Wish you all a great week ahead and Jai Sadguru Dev. Thank you. Yes.
Happy? Yeah. Can I come?